So this morning or this afternoon, as it is for you, for one of you anyway, uh, I'll be offering a guided sit, a guided concentration sit. So settle into your seat. Allowing the body to relax. And the mind to be bright, connected. And offering this this guided sit to help you get started and settle in to the Anapana practice, the Samatha Anapana practice, which is synonymous with the development in the practice of concentration. Sometimes the Anapanasati practice, mindfulness of breathing practice, the concentration practice, is translated or described as calm abiding. The Tibetan, Tibetans usually translate it as calm abiding. Or it's sometimes translated as tranquility. That's, those are both aspects of this practice, but that is, it is, they are not the true fullness of the practice. And our concentration practice definitely does move the mind, the heart, towards an unperturbed, calm, peaceful, and lucid state of mind that we do attain through the development of strong mental concentration. So I ask you during this retreat that you just simply allow yourself to enter into an experiment. For some of you, it will be an experiment. For some of you, it's already fairly familiar and still can be an experiment because it's all an experiment anyways, isn't it? So I ask you to enter into an experiment specifically with this way, with this approach to the development of concentration. And though it's really very simple, it's not so easy. The development of the mind in this direction is really valuable and actually essential as a basis for engagement in all Buddhist practices. And of course, the practice can also stand on its own as a very powerful and beautiful way of developing the mind. 
So as we enter into this practice, it's important to keep the mind and the heart bright and spacious so that there aren't any struggles or there's at least a minimum of struggles going on. So finding an appropriate posture now, whether you're sitting on the floor or on a cushion on the floor in a chair, maybe sitting on a couch. But please be careful not to get slouchy, not to cultivate a relationship with the couch or the chair. Because it won't allow you then to develop the brightness and the interest and the clear connection that's necessary for this practice. So just taking a couple of moments right now, finding your sitting posture where bodily discomfort either doesn't exist, at least for the moment, or that it's at least minimal, so that your attention isn't rooted in the gross level of struggling with body pain at this point. This will very much help you to practice in a relaxed manner, which is very important for this practice. Relaxation is key, not slouchy relaxation, but a true deep sense of relaxing body, heart, and mind. So settling in, allowing the body to relax and still, become still. The development of concentration is hindered by getting stuck and identified with attachment to any bodily or mental experience, and any bodily or mental experience, I repeat, be it pleasant or be it unpleasant. So once we begin the guided sit, we'll begin by making a clear, a simple and very clear intention to make the breath, the touch sensations of the breath, your focus of attention. practice anapanasati, mindfulness of breathing, asks us to develop the ability to stay with the object of our attention. With the breath being the initial and ongoing object. This is where the attention is focused. This is what we could call step one. And basically it's the most important step of the practice for many people. It's also, it also can be the most difficult step of the practice. 
for many people. So we're applying the attention. Classically, it's called applied thought. And in Pali, the word is vitaka, applied thought. So we apply the attention to the breath with a clear, heartful intention to constantly return the attention to the breath sensations in the nostril area. Staying relaxed and interested in the process, in through the process. So no matter what else arises in consciousness at any of the sense doors, we'll practice with this very simple and very gentle intention to not dwell anywhere, but with the touch sensations of the in and out breath in the area of the nostrils. What's classically called and what I call the anapana spot or the touching point. With each of the sense doors, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, touch, and the mind door, the thought door, and all of the sensory information that comes to and through each of these sense doors. With the practice of, of developing concentration, the intention is to let go and just simply return to the breath. Let go relax, and just simply return to the breath with interested, bright, and relaxed energy and attention. This is a practice of a deep and eventually profound letting go. not clinging, not pushing away, but just very simply recognizing what's happening and very simply letting go. Which means not being attached or averse to anything, such as the silence, for instance. Also, other conditions within you and around you, or to any experience that may come through any of the six sense doors, including any results or fruits of concentration practice that may show up. So, again, the development of Concentration is hindered by getting stuck and identified with attachment to any bodily or mental experience, be it pleasant or unpleasant.
this vitaka practice, this applied thought process may need to occur many, many times within a sit as we train the mind to bring attention to a connected one-pointed focus. Great, great patience is called for with this practice. Great patience. Cultivating and learning patience is an ongoing and a primary quality of mind and heart that happens with concentration, that happens with samatha practice. And there are two other qualities of mind and heart that are really important that this practice calls for and that are developed through the practice. And these two qualities of heart and mind are relaxation, which I've mentioned already a number of times, and wise effort. Relaxation or true relaxation has nothing to do with lethargy or laziness, but rather it's an alert ease, an alert ease in body and mind. And it takes practice to come to an alert ease. We over effort or we don't make enough effort. So coming to balance in the midst of an alert ease certainly does take some practice and mindfulness within the practice. Wise effort means that we do, of course, make an effort in our practice with a bright and relaxed interest. But we don't practice with a tight, tense over-efforting. both striving and lethargy will actually prohibit, won't allow the development of concentration and its attendant aspect of tranquility. It's like tuning a guitar. If the strings are too loose, what happens? Well, the music will be out of tune. And if the strings are too tight, they break. In either case, the music can't be played. The guitar won't, won't make music and the human playing the guitar won't be able to make music. So just as any musician does, in order to play the music of your practice, what do we need to do? We need to tune up. 
we need to tune up regularly. So again, keeping it really simple. This practice of staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or as it touches either the top of the upper lip or the small space between the nose and the upper lip or around the nostrils. You'll find your spot. And we need to be willing, not forcing, but willing. There's a difference. We need to be willing to let go of thought. To just let it be in a willing way. So the practice is to just briefly, lightly, recognize that thought is occurring. Because of course it will. The mind thinks. It thinks a lot sometimes. So recognizing lightly and briefly that it's occurring. And then just simply let it go with the intention to not, again, renewing the intention to not dwell anywhere except with the breath sensations at the touching point. And again, this takes practice. This is not an instant McDonald's practice. It takes time and great, great patience, as I've already mentioned. Our intention needs to remain clear and firm, but not tight with this practice. So now, taking a moment, each of you, taking a moment to gently make a simple, clear intention to make the touch sensations of the breath your focus of attention. Allowing your intention for this to come from the heart mind. It's not an intellectual type of connection. Allow it to come from the heart mind. And now, bringing your attention to the breath sensations, either at the small space between the upper lip and the edges of the nostrils, 
or bringing the attention to the breath sensations at the top edge of your upper lip or around the edges of the nostrils. And I've also encountered a few people who bring the attention there on upon a spot is at the tip of their nose. So if you don't already have your spot, some of you are already practicing this, but if you don't have it, take your time and find it. You'll recognize it. Though the sensations are subtle, there'll be a spot somewhere in this area that I've just gone over that will be clear for you as the touching point where you feel relations to whatever degree at this point. No hurry, no striving, but a very interested, receptive, patient presence. Finding your spot, your Anapana spot. And at this point, let the noticing, the mindful presence at this Anapana spot, let it be a general noticing, meaning keeping the attention clear and connected, but at the same time soft and relaxed at the touching point, not hurrying, taking your time, you have all the time you need. If it's helpful, at times you can reconnect briefly and lightly with your intention to learn this practice, to learn this healing and beautiful practice.
If you find that you're sleepy this morning, some of you may be nodding a little bit and sleepy. Recognize it without judgment. And you might open your eyes and practice with your eyes open. Maybe facing a window where the light comes in. Light shooting into the eye doors can help to bring more energy. Sitting with the wish that you wouldn't be so sleepy doesn't help at all. Sometimes blinking your eyes and letting the light come in sharply, blinking strongly can also help to bring more energy into the heart, mind, and brain. And now bringing your mindful attention at the Anapana spot, at your touching point, which may, by the way, shift a little bit. It's not going to be rigidly stuck at one place necessarily in this area that I've described. That's okay. Bringing your mindful attention at the Anapana spot to the sensations, primarily the sensations of the in-breath at your touching point. Just, you'll notice maybe something of the out-breath, but your intention is to primarily notice the sensations of the in-breath at this point, just that. Simple, gentle, but with a clear intention. Receptive, interested, patient. Mindful. Just primarily the sensations of the in-breath.
not trying to breathe in any particular special way at all. Just a natural breath. However, it's breathing itself. And now, bringing your mindful attention connected to the Anapanasati practice at your touching point, now bringing your mindful attention primarily to the sensations of the out-breath at the touching point. For most people, the sensations of the out-breath are subtler than the sensations of the in-breath. Subtle experience doesn't mean we should tighten up to try to get it, to try to perceive it. It actually means we should relax more be more receptive and open to receiving the sensations, the subtle sensations of the out-breath primarily. Now, of course, you'll notice sensations of the in-breath because we've just been concentrating with that. But your intention now is to primarily connect and notice the sensations of the out-breath. Taking your time. Relaxed, receptive, interested, patient. giving yourself this gift, a 
of connecting with the beautiful breath. With the heart mind of patience, interest, receptivity. Nothing else needs to be done right now. Remembering your posture, the back relatively straight, vertebrae sitting on top of vertebrae, allowing the energy to flow, be open and flow more freely. Developing concentration doesn't mean hunching over and closing in physically, staying open, receptive, bright and clear. If your head has a tendency to tip forward, that closes off the energy. I'm doing it if you're looking at me. That closes off the energy. So let it gently and slowly come back up. Open up. Open up the energy flow through the spine through the chest, through the whole body up into the face and reconnecting with your Anapana spot. And now bringing your mindful attention connected at the Anapana spot at your touching point to both the sensations of the in-breath and the sensations of the out-breath.
noticing, mindfully noticing the actual sensations as subtle as they may be. What is it? Noticing, taking an interest, receiving these sensations of this beautiful breath. Don't follow the breath up into, through and up into the nose and into and through the whole body and then out of the whole body and back out through the nose. As this will actually keep you from per perfecting your concentration. Keeping it really simple. Simple is not always easy, but keeping it really simple. Staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches the top of the upper lip or the space between the nose and the upper lip or around the nostrils. This is what will enable you to move towards perfecting your concentration. Again, a reminder, if you have a tendency to curl over forward with your practice, recognize this with 
care and gentleness, not judgment and criticism, but recognize it. And very gently straighten up your back, open up your chest, your heart, and let your head come up, sitting on top of it all. gentle receptivity. An important aspect of developing the mind this way. in relationship to the thinking and wandering mind. Again, this is a practice of a deep and eventually profound letting go. So again, not clinging to anything and not pushing anything away, but just very simply recognizing what's happening, and then very simply, gently letting go. Including, and this is really an important point in relationship to this practice, including any results or fruits of concentration practice that show up. We mindfully notice what's occurring, but with no attachment and no identification. The sensations of the in-breath and the sensations of the out-breath. 
staying connected or reconnecting again and again as needed with interest, intention, and patience, all held in the heart-mind of receptivity and mindfulness. As we're cultivating this practice, now and ongoing, as these next days unfold, it's useful and really quite helpful throughout the practice to guard the sense doors, meaning to absorb only a minimum of sensory impressions. And of course, this is not always so easy. As many of us have quite a strong habit of looking for and letting in many, many, many sensory impressions. In relationship to this practice of concentration, the importance of guarding the sense doors is that it cuts down on the nutriments for thinking and getting caught by and then dwelling in thought. I can assure you that practicing this way is really, really worthwhile and that the development, strengthening, and deepening of concentration will be nurtured through practicing this way. So we engage in this practice in a more cloistered way than you may have practiced meditation previously. When you notice that the developing concentration is starting to kind of crumble 
around the edges or that it's fading into wandering mind or you notice that the focus of your attention has been pretty totally lost and this happens no need to judge it or discuss it or criticize it but gently and with the kindness of a patient heart, just simply renew your intention to come back to the breath, to focus with connection and with clarity. And at the same time, with a relaxed attention to the sensations of the in-breath and the sensations of the out-breath at the Anapana spot. At times, the mind may easily get tired during the early stages of this practice, as it takes considerable effort to do this practice. If the mind gets too tired, then the practice becomes a struggle, and it won't be successful. So it's really important to keep the energy balanced and bright, light, and high in order to stay out of the realm of struggle. Maybe you're trying too hard, pushing too hard. Maybe that's an old habit of yours. Notice. Notice it with a kind heart, an open mind, and relax. And begin again. Some people have such a long and strong habit of struggle that it may at first be even hard to recognize as it, as it being unskillful and unnecessary. And then to just simply let it go. But in time, with wholesome intention, wise effort, and the great heart of patience, the mind, heart will learn to stay out of or gently let go of struggle. This is a healing practice.
on many levels. So again, continuing with a one-pointed focus of attention, applying and sustaining attention on the breath in the area of the nostrils at your Anapana spot, your touching point. When the breath sensations are quite subtle, it's important that you not try to make them more obvious. As this will cause agitation and your concentration won't develop. So just be aware of the breath as it is. And if it's not clear, just simply wait for it where you last noticed it. You'll find that if you apply your mindfulness and wisdom in this way, the breath will reappear. So just keep going with the practice, breath by breath by breath. As concentration goes on developing, it's very natural that the breath becomes more and more and more subtle, not stronger and sharper. just before concentration starts to move into quite a deep place, when tranquility is clearly in place and sustaining to some degree, a particular sign of concentration called animita, which is an object that appears in the mind and is actually only perceived purely in the mind because of the development of concentration. When this is on the cusp of occurring, we could say, but it has not actually occurred yet, the breath may start to become very subtle and unclear. And sometimes people think it's even stopped. If this happens, 
you should just keep your awareness where you last noticed the breath and just simply wait for it there. The venerable Pao Ak Sayadaw says, these are his words, the only people that have stopped breathing, these are his words, are a dead person, a fetus in the womb. I'm not sure he's accurate there. Fetuses might be breathing in some way, but that's what he says. A fetus in the womb, a drowned person, maybe, an unconscious person, a person in the fourth jhana, a person at the particular phase of enlightenment called the attainment of cessation. He says, only these six type of people do not breathe. Reflect on the fact that you are not one of them, he says. That you are in reality breathing. And that it's just that your mindfulness is not strong enough for you to be aware of the subtle breath at this point in your practice. So keeping the heart and mind bright and spacious, receptive and relaxed. Keeping it very simple, staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches the top of the upper lip or around the edges of the nostrils or that small space between the nose and the lip. And maybe somebody notices it mostly at the tip of the nose. As we continue practicing with the simple intention to not dwell anywhere other than with the touch sensations of the in and the out breath. May all of the wholesome energies and the fruits that manifest through our practice serve with immeasurable 
impartiality, without bias, without prejudice, towards the welfare, the happiness, and the awakening of all beings everywhere, which of course includes ourselves. So I just briefly wanted to offer some walking instructions, some of which I've given in a, in a very general way, but particularly walking instructions in relationship to this practice of Anapanasati. Though the emphasis with this practice is on sitting, Walking practice is important. Walking practice actually helps to eliminate the mental factors that hinder the development of concentration. And walking can also encourage the development of concentration. And even the factors of a deeper concentration by bringing a more balanced energy into our practice. Walking practice refreshes the mind and refreshes the body. So with this practice, we walk, do our walking practice in an easy, relaxed, medium, slow pace. And it's important to continue with the sustained attention on the breath at the nostrils. It won't be as sustained in the same depth and way of ongoing that we do when we're sitting, but with the intention to sustain attention on the breath. And of course, bringing mindful awareness to the movements in the body as well. And we also, during our walking practice, recognize and let go, as we have in sitting, recognizing and letting go of any proliferation of thinking. The Pali word for this is papancha, meaning this thought leads to this thought, leads to this thought, leads to this thought. Papancha. So again, with this practice, in walking as well as in sitting, there needs to be a willingness to let let go of thought. This takes some practice. We're not kicking it out. We're not booting it out. We're recognizing it and just letting it be. Enduring walking can really be a good time to practice this. So again, an easy, relaxed, medium, slow pace of walking. 
and remembering the importance to continue with to some degree of a sustained attention on the breath at your Anapana spot. So time for some walking now. You've been sitting for an hour. So moving the body outside if you can. The weather's conducive. It's snowing very, very much where I am and very cold. But that might not be a deterrent even, either. Putting on some warm clothes and going outside in the midst of a very wonderful snowstorm. Or not, maybe staying inside. I know it's not snowing everywhere, just here. <laughs> We're the lucky one. Okay, enjoy your walking. And oh, just to mention, at the 2.30 p.m. sit, I will give some additional instructions regarding this concentration practice, this Anapanasati practice. They will be recorded, um, but it's too much to give it all at one time. So I will give some additional instructions at the 2.30 sit. Thank you all. See you later. Enjoy your practice. It's, I'll just mention quickly, uh, at one point when I was practicing with uh, Pawak Saido, and I'd been practicing with him already for a while, but I came in and I was telling him about my practice and he said, are you happy? Are you enjoying your practice? Are you happy with it? I said, yes, I am. I really am. He said, good. That's how it's supposed to be. All right. Enjoy your practice. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.